Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Back with my guy absolutely on a Sunday night. And I am not talking about you, Ephraim, when I say the shine is off. The truth always comes out. Oh, your behavior is going to catch up to you. I'll tell you exactly who I'm talking about. I know you know who I'm talking about as we bring you in and welcome you in. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. One thing I know I never have to say to you, Ephraim, I never have to say to you, you know, the way you treat people matters <laughs> because I don't need to worry about that with you. you I've, I've watched you not only be good to me, you're good to everyone. I've watched you be good to everyone around you. And so it's not going to catch up to you. The truth is not going to quote unquote, come out on you. The shine is off. We're not going to say that about you. Uh, good evening, my brother. It's good to talk to you. It's good I to know, talk you to know, you. I, I, yeah, I, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers oh. number number. 12. Oof. Number 12. I tell you what, man. And we talk about this all the time. Uh, we've been talking about this this year because it, it's just uh, every week we come out and we see just 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 poor, poor play from what some argue as the best thrower of the football. 
right? One of the best quarterbacks to ever play in this league. And I won't take any of his accomplishments away from him. I I believe, I'm a firm believer, and you earn your accomplishments, the good and the bad. And right now, we're seeing a lot of bad. And it starts with leadership. I say it all the time. Receivers do not make elite quarterbacks. Elite quarterbacks make receivers. And watching that game, and there were some miscues, and for whatever reason, uh, you know, the universe is just upset at at Green Bay because they had so many injuries today. It it was just like, you know, people were playing one play and then they were done for the whole game. So I get it. I understand it. But what has to happen from a leadership standpoint as a quarterback, after practice – you don't just go study film yourself or go home or whatever it is. You have to go on the inside facility and keep the lights on and all those young receivers and the young tight ends and all that. You guys got to stay. You got to stay. You got to talk through things. You got to uh, uh, run routes. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be. You go through your plays. You run routes against air. And you got to communicate. That's what leadership looks like. You have to build – rapport isn't built on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You can't just show up Sunday and be on the same page. It, it's not even built in practice. Why do you think so many quarterbacks, young and older quarterbacks now, get together in the offseason? Like, they, they plan elaborate trips. Remember the pandemic it hit in Tom Brady, first year in, in Tampa Bay? They were at a park. Breaking the law? Yes, yes. Remember they were breaking yes. laws at the park? That was this is this is way back when, back when Tom Brady cared. But anyway, yeah, we'll get to that later. Go, go, go right ahead. Yep, I remember. And and, and, and so it, it's to the point where you can't continually just berate people. Your body language is atrocious. It, it, you're losing people instead of gaining them and 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 leading them and having them follow you. You're losing people, not only the in the locker room, but you're losing their 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 trust in your abilities, yep. and and that's that's the, that's something uh, big for an elite quarterback to deal with. I know how it goes on an NFL Sunday. It's hard to get to this hour of the day and feel like you saw it all. Uh, you know, we got the Red Zone channel. Maybe you found a sports bar or what have you. Um, but if you miss key plays in this Green Bay-Detroit game, uh, Aaron Rodgers missed touchdown Ooh. throws. Uh, and, and, and it was subtle. Like the ball just needed to be another couple feet here or a couple feet there. And I know that's a lot to ask of a quarterback, but but is it though? That's that well, but that's that's greatness, right? That that yep. is that's what we've come to know of the great players. It's what we've come to know of him, and certainly with the way he carries himself, I would think that that's what he expects of himself. I remember a quote from Aaron Rodgers within the last year or two: "When I step on the field, I expect greatness." Well, you're not getting it right now, and what's worse is as soon as the game is over, my gosh, he can't find the microphone fast enough <laughs> to talk about all of the weakness that's around him instead of ever taking any accountability. And I, I, I will say this. This is one thing that really just matters. No matter what you do, no matter what you do for a living and no matter who you are, one thing really, really matters to me, and I think that even in a business like this where talent tends to overwhelm. We know you don't have to be a wonderful person to succeed 
in sports in between the lines. That said, if through the years you start to amass a large group of people who have worked closely with you, who are then rooting against you and starting to come to the microphones themselves. This is what I mean by the truth always comes out. Listen to Greg Jennings talk. It comes on a lot of Fox platforms and you can hear it when Greg Jennings talks. This dude, Aaron, wears people out. There are two players in the NFL who have shown themselves to me this year, Ephraim. Two players in the NFL have shown themselves to be guys who are not the leaders we knew them to be. Because, yes, they can win. Yes, they have Super Bowl resumes. And, and yes, they are great players. But they left something on the table when it comes to leadership. Because when the chips were down, the, the people around them did not want to rally around them and lift them up. They, they all wanted to run for the corners of the room and say, oh, how you like me now. That's what's happened to both Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. That, that's what's happened to both of those guys this year, I think. I think you can add a couple guys, uh, you know, you know, another one to that list. Um, Who am I leaving out? Uh, Tom Brady. Hmm. I, you, when we're talking about elite quarterbacks and leadership and, you know, solving problems, that that comes with that status. You know what I'm saying? We're not just talking about guys that complete high percentages of passes and throw touchdowns. We're talking about the full – you don't get to be elite unless you bring everything to the table. You can be good. You can be really good. But to get to that status of all-time great – I mean, you look at the top of all-time passing, touchdowns, completions. All, these guys are still playing. Yep. <laughs> They're yep. still yep. out there. And, 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 to, and, and look, we are – and I don't even want to say things like – Father Time is undefeated, right? Like you, you get that all the time. Well, you know, Father Time is undefeated. It's a whole Nike campaign with LeBron about him facing Father Time. We get it. We understand that. But if you commit yourself to come back and play, I don't want to hear about Father Time. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear you're ready to play at the level that we've become accustomed to because that is how you act. And... As an elite quarterback, you have to be able to solve the problem. Whatever that is, you need to be able to get with the front office, the coaches, the players, and solve the problem. Not roll your eyes, not talk about having the problem in the media. I need you to, I need you to have the answers to the test. That's all. Well, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and, and I would think of it like this. A, a quarterback in the NFL is obviously unmatched in terms of its importance in sports, but uh, beyond the stuff that we know about on the field just because they have the ball in their hands on every play, like if you go to a baseball team, the best player on a baseball team does not have this responsibility. Bryce Harper didn't have this responsibility on the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, it, it's not like that. In the NBA, it's a little bit less defined because it's not solely based on the position. But to me, an NFL quarterback is very similar to an NBA one, okay? A LeBron, Mm -hmm. a Giannis, a Steph. You're an NBA one, which means it's not only on you to go out there and be the main reason we win. 
it is also on you every time anything goes on in that locker room. It's yours. Yours. Your mom, your dad, whatever, whatever that role is in your family, it is yours to handle and and weigh in on and work on and help fix and all of that. Like we could talk about the Warriors later, for instance, because they're a total mess. Oh. But for example, for example, when Draymond Green punches Jordan Poole, who held a press conference? It wasn't Draymond, right? And it wasn't Jordan Poole. It was Steph Curry. Steph Curry held a press conference so he could talk about something that he had nothing to do with. You didn't see him sell those people down the river the way Aaron has essentially sold every teammate out this year. It's either the receivers don't know the routes, they're too young, or, man, we've got injuries and we haven't played with the people we're supposed to play with, which if you're one of the people out there playing who wasn't supposed to be one of the people playing, how does that make you feel? And second of all, how can you even do that in the NFL and talk about injuries? There's always a team out there more injured than you. And, and, and that is absolutely by data fact. The Packers are not the most injured team in the NFL this year. So that's, what's bothered me about Aaron this year, maybe even more so than Tom. Because Tom's his own story, and obviously there's a big personal thing going on there. But, but Aaron does not seem to understand that any problem with the Packers is your problem, dude. <laughs> Period. It's your problem. And then everybody else is next. Three picks? Three picks, two of them at the two, goal line. Two of them in the red. Like, I, I mean, literally. At the goal line. <laughs> I, I couldn't even believe it. And he's killing me because he's one of my quarterbacks in my fantasy Is football. He one of you guys? I'm dying. I'm dying. Literally, I quick, won the league quick. last year. One of the leagues I'm in, I won it. He is killing me. I'm dying on on air right now in fantasy football. I'm I'm, I'm on the golf course earlier today with my brother-in-law, and he I guess he's got Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr on his team, and he's having one of those years oh. where he picks the wrong guy every, God, every time. So he, right, so he picked Derek Carr last week. They get shut out in New Orleans. So this week we're on the course at 9 a.m. He's like, "Well, I'm going with Rodgers today," and so we're driving around in carts with the red zone on our phone, and every time Aaron Rodgers is throwing a pick at the goal line uh wouldn't you know it my brother-in-law's duffing his next shot because he's actually ticked about aaron Rodgers oh. instead of focusing on his golf game i hope he was betting some money man you you could have made a lot of money on that golf game today oh. man oh my gosh it's so funny um all right from the guy who's losing believers to the team that is officially gaining believers we're going to get to that coming up next so glad that you're with us live from the tire studios that is ephraim salam and i'm mark willard and this is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, We've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday. So do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. You didn't have work last Sunday, though, and I was bumming, man. I mean, it was fun to be with Aaron Torres for a night, but I'm like, oh, Ephraim has been here just pumping up these New York football teams, and oh, wasn't it so convenient that both of them got to come up this weekend and you weren't here? And I don't know what you're talking you about. Now you circle back, I don't, I mean, and here you are. Now the New York Giants didn't play today, but... Here come the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 yet again. And I'm trying to – I'm going, well, now i got to talk to you from again because i got to know what I'm supposed to do with this 6-3 and three football team. you got a division where the entire division is over 500. The whole, we can't even find an NFC team to be over 500. <laughs> the whole AFC East – is above 500, and the New York Jets are sitting there proudly in second place mm-hmm. at 6-3, and three, and it was one thing when they had had a weird come-from-behind win over the Browns, and they beat a Steelers team in quarterback transition. They beat a Dolphins team when Tua was out. They beat a Packer team that we now know is not that good, and they beat a Bronco team that we now know is not that good. But what do you say now? A signature win for Robert Sala and the New York Jets. It's still not pretty. I don't know if it ever will be, but 6-3 and three with a win over the Bills? I, I, I don't know how we don't take notice now. Well, you have to, and, and it's not just about 
oh, who they beat and um, these teams are good and these teams are bad. And when you're changing the culture of a team, and I I speak about culture all the time because it's such an important thing to have when you're going from being bad to good. It, that doesn't happen unless the culture changes. And that's the most important thing for a coach to do. A new coach comes to a team that has a history of losing over a decade or so. So what, 2010 was the last time that they, you know, really, you know, were at this point, at, at six and three at this point in, in the year. Mm-hmm. So that's that's 12 years. And there's been coaches, there's been quarterbacks, there's been miss after miss after miss. And I'm not saying that Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the future and is and it'll be there for the next, you know, ten years. But what I'm saying is we're watching the culture change right before us. Every game is a big game for the Jets. Right? So that's the advantage that they have. This wasn't necessarily a big game for the Buffalo Bills. They felt they were the more, more dominant team. And this is the Jets. We beat the Jets all the time. This is that. This is, right? So you come into a game with the preconceived notion, no matter what the record is, oh, we got, we got them, we own them. Similar to, you know, the Green Bay situation in Detroit. But what happens is when you're changing the culture, which Robert Sala has been trying to do for the last three years. Now you're able to have a draft where you win the draft out of any team. Those players are playing. Oh, I'm glad you brought the draft up, Ephraim. Right? I mean, you. I tell you what, there are things we get in life that we can let go. And here's one thing that if I never get it again, I'll <laughs> be fine. And that is draft grades. The day after the draft. Mm-hmm. If I never get them again, I'm going to be just fine. I would like to at least wait until we watch them play. And has anyone in recent memory ever had a round like the Jets had in Oof. the first round of this year? Sauce Gardner is already a star. Oh, he's a superstar. A star. Oh, he's, he's a real Okay? Deal. He is a star, the fourth overall pick. But, oh, by the way, here comes Garrett Wilson at the tenth pick mm. among the rookie receiver class. He is he is I, I mean he's standing out. He is I mean there are others who are playing well. Chris Olave with the Saints and whatnot. Drake London at the Falcons is having his moments, but Garrett Wilson is at minimum right there with him at the number ten overall pick. And then don't forget they snuck in before the round was over. Jermaine Johnson yep. who got a sack today mm-hmm. of Josh uh, of Josh Allen and uh, he's been injured a little bit this year, but played very well when he played. I mean, this is when we can go back and look at drafts, and the Jets crushed this one. Crushed it. Yeah, and 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 that's how you do it, right? You bring in guys that fit what you're trying to do as a coach, as an organization. And now you have younger players coming in, playing at a high level, and now even older players are looking at them and feeling the energy and understanding the shift in what's happening. And now these guys believe. Yep. This win today is going to do more for the Jets than any win they have this year. This win today, because now they're looking like, oh, no, no, no. They're not better than us. We can compete. 
to hold that team to 17 points, this is the Buffalo Bills we're talking about. Yep. I mean, they literally are are just – it's like a cheat code. They're the best team. Right? 31 points, 41 points, 21 points, 23, 38, 24, 27, 17. You feel you, you know what I mean? Like it's I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. And and that, by the way, there's little things too that you're dropping into the minds of the Buffalo Bills. The Jets are undefeated on the road this year. They've already played four road games. They've won them all. Ooh. They're two and one in the division. Do you know what the Bills division record is just off the top of your Ooh. head? Uh, uh-huh. let me see. Let me see. Off what... the top of your head, Bills division record so far this year. What are they? Two and two and one? Oh, and oh, two. two. They've Ooh. lost both of their division games, yeah. and they only have a half-game lead over the Jets and the Dolphins. So mm. I'm not worried about the Bills, but you're dropping a little something into their drink oh, wow. to just remind yeah. them this division is not automatically yours. And, and, and you're only a half-game up, and we've now got a game in hand, and the Dolphins have already got a game in hand. Both of them have winning division records. The Bills haven't won a division game yet this year. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. That is huge. This look, this is this is when football gets good. When you get to the second half <laughs> of, of the NFL season, and even the college season, but the NFL season, because it's a clear first half and a clear second half. This is week eight. Normally in a sixteen game season, this would be the halfway mark. We got one extra game. We get it. It's still the halfway yep. mark. What you do is you try to build a foundation that can continue to be built upon in the second half, right? Now you're not posturing for draft picks. Now your goals change. Your goals change to, oh, we can we can do this thing. We can make a run at this. You think the Jets thought they were going to be contenders coming into the season? No, they may have talked about it in the meeting room and they had the signs and why not us? You get all of that stuff. Yes, it shocked right? the world. But none of yes. that none of that matters until you actually start playing these games. Right now at the halfway mark, you can't tell the Jets that they don't deserve to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Whether yep. that happens or not, I don't know. But you can't convince that locker room that they don't deserve to be there. And that is a dangerous locker room. That's a yeah. dangerous mentality. I talk about it all the time. I've been on teams like that. And we woke uh, up in danger- the Super Bowl. Yep. It, I mean, the, the, exactly. That, the Atlanta Falcons, when you played with them, 14 they, they were and two, that, right? We woke up yes. in the Super Bowl. That's it. I mean, that, that's that's just what it was. We stopped listening to people. And start just believing in us. Well, because, you know, the Minnesota Vikings never missed a field goal all year. and then... uh, I mean, the greatest kicker ever. Uh, they scored Whoops. more points than anybody in the history of the world. <laughs> exactly. and, like, uh, you know, Randy Moss, he's unguardable. He had seven yards the second half of that game, that NFC Championship game. What, what did you do when he missed that kick? What did you do? Just, just take me through that moment real quick. I... What did you do? I... <laughs> I yelled out loud (laughs) because then I knew we had an opportunity. And I was on the field goal team, the kick that Morton Anderson made 
to to send us to the Super Bowl, and I was on the wide side of the field, which meant that's where the pressure was coming. So I knew I was about to get ran over. Like I knew I would be at the bottom of six giant men. And so ball snapped. I get just – I'm holding up. All you have to do is just try to hold up. Don't get blown back. Right. I remember laying underneath the my guys, their guys, and looking through someone's legs at the upright. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll never forget it. And I couldn't celebrate right away because I was at the bottom of a pack. <laughs> so instead of pulling, how many pounds were on you? Like oh, there's four it, it, guys it, it, on it, you, right? Like twelve hundred pounds it, on it, you. A, a car. It was a Volkswagen <laughs> that was sitting on 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 my on my chest. And so I had to I had to contain myself until everybody got off and then ran around like a crazy person. Uh, yes. you, you know what I mean? Like so that was that that that's that type of of feeling that the Jets are working towards. I'm telling you. And I look, I and I I'm not proclaiming them the best team. I, I'm just trying to just enlighten people on the journey that they're on right now. That's it. Well, the, the, yes, they're a factor. They're, they're, they're a factor. You know, I mean, I was with a lot of people today who are like, wait, can you believe? I mean, the Jets beat the Bills, and it's like, I get it. Like, no, I, I, I can't really believe that they won the game outright, but it, it, it didn't shock me that it was a game, that this was a challenge for the Bills. And look, you win six out of nine games – um, it, at a certain point, it should stop shock you that they yep. that, that, that they end up with more points than the other team at the end of the game. You know, that's what these guys are doing. And you're pointing to coaching and culture. And D'Amico Ryan's the defensive coordinator of the 49ers, probably going to get a job next year because look at what these 49er Exodus assistants are uh-huh. doing in that division. Yeah, Mike McDaniel and Robert Sala, consecutive years going to the Jets and Dolphins, and they're both six and three and knocking on the Bills' door. So. Um, amazing stuff. Now, we're talking about teams that are at the top. What about teams, a little game, if you will, Ephraim, of why aren't they better? Uh, there are a few teams I want to run by you. We'll do that coming up next. But right now, it's Steve DeSager time. Let's find out what's trending out and about and welcome Steve in for the first time tonight. Hello, my friend. Hey, Steve. Hello to you both. And the NFL Sunday night game is underway with Kansas City 5-2, and two, hosting Tennessee 5-2. and two. But Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill with his bad ankle is out again, even though he did travel with the team. Chiefs have the ball first. They're working on a 12-play drive. They've driven down inside the Tennessee red zone. Patrick Mahomes. 7 of 10 passing, 53 yards. He also has a 16-yard scramble. So the Chiefs driving. They got a second and goal coming up mid-first quarter already, and this game is scoreless. Tampa Bay stole one at home from the Rams, 16-13 on a late touchdown pass. Tom Brady finished 36 for 58 through the air. 58 attempts, and he had 280 yards passing. But the game-winning one-yard TD, so that's a W. Seattle won at Arizona, 31-21. to James Conner back from his rib injury for the Cards, seven carries, 45 yards. Meanwhile, the rookie for Seattle, Kenneth Walker, 109 yards rushing and two scores. Jets did beat Buffalo 20-17, to and it was the Chargers 20-17 to winners at Atlanta on a field goal on the final play. By the way, Cordero Patterson is back for the Falcons. He missed the last month. 
month with a knee injury. Had two touchdown runs today. Detroit beat Green Bay 15-9. to Aaron Rodgers, one touchdown, three interceptions. Miami won its game at Chicago 35-32. In the loss, Justin Fields, the quarterback, had 15 carries, 178 yards rushing, and a score. Cincinnati... Well, it was Joe Mixon's day. 42-21 to 21, the final over Carolina. Mixon, four touchdown runs and a TD reception. 20, 22 carries, 153 yards for Mixon. New England beat Indianapolis 26-3. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor was out with a bad ankle, so Deion Jackson had 11 carries, just 23 yards on the ground. Two other games today it was Minnesota on the late field goal, winning at Washington 20-17. Jacksonville came back to beat Las Vegas 27-20. Travis Etienne, 28 carries, 109 yards, and two touchdowns. By the way, the Chiefs have just settled for a short field goal, a 23-yarder from Harrison Bucker. So it's a 3-0 lead at home against the Titans, who are about to get the ball first, finally. We're under seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Georgia is a near-unanimous number one in the new college football polls, the new Playoff committee rankings come out Tuesday. But in AP, Georgia received 62 of the 63 first-place votes. In the coaches' poll, Georgia got 61 of the 63. Ohio State and Michigan are numbers two and three. Joey Logano won NASCAR season championship, taking today's finale at Phoenix. And among the four NBA games, we've got the Clippers hosting Utah in an hour and a half. And in that same building, the Lakers played, and I put played in quotes, this afternoon. Lakers are two and seven. They lost at home to Cleveland. Don't one, be like that, Steve. <laughs> one, Don't be like that. Sorry. They led by 12 in the first half. There okay, we, I'll be you. positive there. There you go. I appreciate that. Cleveland wins by 14, 114 to 100. The Cavs have won eight in a row and beat LeBron today. Uh, LeBron James had 27 points in the loss. He had missed 16 straight three-point attempts this week until today. Donovan Mitchell now with the Cavs had 33 points in victory. Back to you. Oof, that Cavs team is serious, man. Oh, man, yeah. Eight and one now. That trade looking real good for them. They seem to be ahead of schedule. I do have a compliment that I want to give LeBron, but we'll hold that for a little bit later yeah. on in the show, Ephraim. By the way, before we completely finish our conversation about uh, <clears throat> excuse me, about the Jets, uh, you know, we're sitting there looking at this unbelievable first round they had. Almost left out the fact that the fourth pick of the second round was Brees Hall. Yes. Uh, and, and I know, I know he's now going for the year, unfortunately. But, but that goodness guy, gracious. that guy was going to be and was had already established himself as another young star. That's four of the first thirty-six picks of this draft, and it looked like home run, uh, triple, double home run for the Jets in those first four picks. Uh, yes, uh, it, it's it's literally like. We did the work, all right? They didn't waste any picks. They knew what they wanted to do. They knew the areas they wanted to uh, attack, and they did that, right? They didn't go all crazy. Let's get another quarterback in. Let's. I mean, you could have won any. It, 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 they could have just panicked like a lot of teams do. Right. And they didn't. They did not panic. They got better defensively. They got more offensive weapons. And 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 they've just it's paying dividend. And you know the sign of a good team when young players, multiple young players, can come in and contribute. That means the development off season, training camp, preseason, and during the year, the development is where it's at. And that's your that's your position coaches, that's your coordinators. 
That's how you 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 know a staff is is doing what they're supposed to do. So good with the way they have played at six and three now, and among the more surprising teams in the NFL next to the New York Giants, the Seattle Seahawks, who lost again, but wanted to hit a couple teams that are on the other side of this conversation. It was certainly because of where we started today with Aaron Rodgers. We've kind of had the Packers conversation uh, already, but a couple more teams, Ephraim, I want to run by you and play a quick game of why aren't they better? Let's start with this one. Devontae Adams was quoted today after the loss in Jacksonville. There's no way that we should be losing like this. The Raiders were up 17 to nothing uh, against Jacksonville, ended up losing the game 27 to 20. Uh, and for the Jags, I think snapping a six-game losing streak in the process. What's going on there? Why aren't the Raiders better? You got to get pressure on quarterbacks. They had zero sacks today. They allowed Trevor Lawrence to throw the ball 31 times, no sacks, and they can't stop the run. You have to do one of the other. Okay? And I love Mason Crosby. He's tremendous and all of that great stuff. You have to be able to do one of the others. You can't give up 168 yards rushing and another 235 in the air with no sacks. So now you're you're just allowing the other team in this case, the Jaguars, to dictate what they want to do in the game. And look, Vegas came out on fire. They were clicking. Right. Second half, goose egg, nothing. And you got to be able to sustain that. It's two halves. Shout out to Jacksonville for making the adjustments they needed, scoring 17 points in the second half and winning that game. For the Raiders – Got a lot of talent. Not having Darren Waller available is hurting them a little bit. But you can run the ball. All right? Josh Jacobs, when he's given the ball, he's a road grader. You got to run it more. And you got to put your team in, 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 in the right position to win. It's crazy to me how – much talent the Raiders have, and then you look at you're looking at their record, and you're like, how, how, how is this even possible? Um, no, that, that I mean, AFC West that we were Devontae so Adams went to nuts see. today. Yes, he did. He went nuts. Ten balls, 146 yards, Goodness. two touchdowns. He's on my fantasy. He, drops in he there saved too. me today. <laughs> there you go. He saved me. He's on my fantasy. For, I, I have him as well. So he saved me. You know, other than that, I, I would have been like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. But when you allow a team to win the the time of possession, that's dominating on the ground, and and you don't put pressure on the quarterback, it's hard to win in this league. It really is. Two and six now for the Las Vegas Raiders. Two more teams I want to throw at you over in the NFC that are in the same division. One of them incredibly high profile. We'll do that coming up next. It is Fox Sports Sunday. That's Ephraim Salam. I'm Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, it's Mark Willard, Ephraim Salam. It's the Fox Sports Radio and Fox Sports Sunday. Don't forget the tailgate. Presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. The most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. 
I'll ask it to you this way, Ephraim, because I think what's wrong with the Los Angeles Rams is rather obvious. Uh, they've had a ton of turnover on the offensive line and then more injuries there as well. So they can't run the ball and they don't have time to throw the ball and they're completely out of sync and their defense is fine, but it's not like overwhelmingly great. Aaron Donald is, is, is just fantastic, but you, you know, you, you can avoid him in certain spots if you're the offense on the other end. And so here they are at, at three and five. Do you look at what's happening to them, though, and specifically say this is them now paying up for all the draft capital that they gave up to go after the big name after big name and pay? It felt like they had no salary cap. No one could figure out what was going on. It was just like pay him, pay him, pay him, pay him. Is that what this is? Is that what's happening right now? Eventually, you're going to have to pay the price when you pay the price. You understand what I mean by that? Eventually, it's going to catch up with you. Right? You, they went all in last year. And it it worked. They won. They gave up the draft capital. They gave up everything. They won a Super Bowl. It was a success. What comes after, it wasn't sustainable. Right. We know that. It wasn't sustainable. So... What this is the aftermath of that. Now they're still talented enough to to be better than three and five. But let me break it down for you. Cooper Cup got eight receptions today. Allen Robinson got three. Nobody got more than one after that. So between two guys, that's eleven receptions. That's not gonna work especially when you're only running the ball 24 times for 68 yards. That's 2.8 that's 2.8 yards to carry. Uh-huh. Look, football isn't isn't hard, man. It's just numbers. It's just math. You have three plays, four and well, you have four plays now in today's NFL. You have four plays to get 10 yards. That's it. It's as simple as that. If you're handing the ball off and you're getting 2.8 yards of carry, that's not going to get you where you need to go. If you're only, you're throwing the ball, and you're only getting 6.1 yards per completion, that that's, that's difficult to do. So you have both sides of the passing and the running game heavily relied on Cooper Cup because he got three carries also. So you got one guy, and I get it. Triple crown winner, he's the, you know, nobody's had a season like that since uh, ever. You know, uh, Jerry or uh, Megatron. But you're in a position where people are going to let Cooper Cup eat because nobody else is feasting. Right. And it's easy to prepare for a team when they allow they just gonna they'll let Cooper get his touches, they'll let him do his thing. Nobody else is involved. And that's the problem. You can't consistently keep lining up hoping Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup are, are going to save you. Them not being able to run the ball. I mean, could you imagine if Christian McCaffrey, if they had if, if just think about it, right? Right. If they, they had any so type of 
capital. <laughs> they had any type of capital to get Christian McCaffrey completely changed this whole team. We saw it. They just saw it last week. Yep. Yep. No, I, I, mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't right. here with you because it was my, my, uh, my father-in-law's birthday. He's a yeah, diehard Niners fan, too. and I took nice. him to the game. Beautiful seats. Right, right there, and we just watched Christian McCaffrey go bonkers. <laughs> right? Imagine awesome. if the That's Rams awesome. were able to acquire Christian. It would have solved so many of their issues. It would have well, added and, another and, element and dynamic to, to their offense. Well, and it, it solved the problems for the other team in the division instead. And I wonder, though, if they're next, based on what you're saying. When you give all the capital up, hey, man. when are you going to have to pay the piper? And obviously the 49ers have suddenly become aggressive in giving up their draft capital as well. Trey Lance, Christian McCaffrey. What, what happened? What, what did Malcolm X say? Your chickens will come home to roost. <laughs> yes. You know yes, what I mean? Will. Like, yeah. yeah. You can only dodge it for so much, for so long, man. Eventually, eventually you're going to have to pay the fee again. Um, Arizona Cardinals are on this list as well. Mm. Uh, We got a few more teams to get to, Mm. and we will. But also, coming up next, I mentioned that it was time to give a compliment to LeBron James. We will. And pretty much no other player in the NBA gets this compliment. We'll explain next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner. 
leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Yeah, and just like the Kansas City Chiefs, we are running up and down the field because that is what we do every single Sunday night right here on all of these Fox Sports radio platforms with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, you know, we were talking off the uh, off the jump there from about Aaron Rodgers and how the truth always comes out and how things will catch up to you. And, and I, re- I do really believe this uh, about life. When you put yourself out there on a certain journey or on a crusade or whatever, you will be challenged with something that's sort of in the same sphere that maybe isn't your passion to see if you'll call, you'll kind of hold up your end of the bargain in another way. And I know that that can be a little fun. So let me let me explain exactly what I mean. NBA players have been at the forefront of many, many social causes, and many of them have been about race and ethnicity Mm -hmm. and treatment and all of that starting. I really believe they first started to find their voice in a wonderful way when the Donald Sterling stuff was going down with the Los Angeles Clippers. Right. And so that's been, I think, a great thing for the sport. It's been a great thing for society. I love how the players in many ways started to realize the voice that they had, the platform that they had. But now you get to a situation where it is not exactly the same cause. And many of the same players have just sort of been like, well, wait a minute, can't we just... Can't we just move on and play basketball because this didn't really fit what we wanted to talk about. And it's kind of an inconvenience when Kyrie Irving goes out and starts to put something and promote something on his platform that is anti-Semitic. I, it was very important. I'm very curious to hear what you had to say, but it was very important for me tonight with the platform that we have to compliment LeBron James, who a took his episode that was, featuring Kanye West on the shop and did not air it. And he said he took it completely out of the archives and then specific to what happened with Kyrie Irving over the last few weeks had this quote. I can't speak for 450 players, but I don't condone hate to any kind, to any race, to Jewish communities, black communities, to Asian communities. You guys know where I stand. He caused some harm, and I think it's unfortunate. I don't stand on the position to harm people when it comes to your voice or your platform or anything, so it doesn't matter what color your skin is, how tall you are, or what position you're in. If you are promoting or soliciting or saying harmful things to any community that harms people, then I don't respect it, and I don't condone it. That was about as firm of a stance as any NBA player took, and I thought it was the only stance that felt like it didn't come off as somewhat hypocritical, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. look, with the whole Kyrie thing, Kyrie's had um, – this is not the first time people have felt a certain way about something Kyrie has said or done. Sure. Um, so – it was like the world had ended or something. You you have to really take into 
to a, a, account the source. You know, he liked this movie or was promoting this movie on his platform uh, that has some uh, anti-Semitic views or, or, or language. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. And and then when he was asked about it, he was cryptic, you know, and, and, and just elusive like Kyrie can be. Right. Like we, this is this is Kyrie. This is we know this. And and so, you know, people lashed out at NBA stepped up and 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 suspended them and fined them and and a lot of people, you know, will come out. Look. In a world so divided with so much divisiveness, the political climate in this country is atrocious. Right? We got elections coming up in in a couple of days. And mm-hmm. it's just if you just watch TV and the ads, the salacious and the I, I mean, it's just it's it makes you almost feel dirty. This is the current climate we're in when it comes to. You know, speaking up about one be, you being on one side of the fence. What should never be an issue is. Being. Racially religiously, gender, inappropriate. Yep. Right. I, I'm trying to raise my two sons. Like we, we celebrate Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. I'm Muslim. I didn't grow up with Christmas. I didn't. <laughs> Good for you. You, you see what you. I'm saying? Yep. Like I, I want to speak more about me than on Kyrie. Sure. Right. Like I, I grew up Muslim. I'm Muslim. I've never celebrated Christmas ever. Like, we don't know, it wasn't no Santa Claus, it wasn't no, no stockings, right? <laughs> we celebrated Kwanzaa, which is an, which is an African custom uh, to build unity, education, community, all, all of those things. Uh, my wife grew up celebrating Christmas, big part of her life. Uh, neither one of us are Jewish, but we recognize. Um, all of these holidays coincide with each other. Hanukkah. So we celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. We educate our children <laughs> on every single one of these holidays. Good for you. Right? And we have uh, the menorah. We have the Christmas tree. We, have, like, we, we, we do this because we're trying to raise individuals to be less judgmental and more encompassing of what the world truly represents. There is no just one way. And so if you if you're not focused on that as a parent and as a grown up, as an adult, then you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And that's where I stand on it. Right? I, I look, hey man. People have enough issues that they're dealing with themselves. I don't have enough time to hate something. I really don't. Like you, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying so to make it easier. every day, yeah. brother. It's so much easier to just, right? It takes energy. It feels like it's to me. It's too much, It takes man. energy it's, it's, to, to be mean and to, and to hold all of that in. I, it, yes, I, right. I congratulate you. They're 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 extremists in every single religious sect that's ever been. They're they're extremists. 
that may not speak to the, the, the true core of, 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 of whatever religion you choose to be or choose to follow. But that's where education comes in. We are at a time where we can educate ourselves because literally we walk around with a computer and our like you can do the research. You can find anything you want. Old scripture, like it's certain things that people just believe <laughs> without doing any reason. I'm just going to believe it. Sure. You know, right? Like, I, I mean, that's right? what I was if told. Mom, if mom and dad, right. If mom and dad tell you something, you believe it. That's what I was told. Right. And when I got yep. older, I was able to, you know, really look at, I was very conscious. I was look at, you know, the, you know, my beliefs and mindset and being a Muslim helped me raise, raise me to be the person I am today with respect and love and, 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 and honor and, and my marriage with as, as a dad uh, and the discipline it takes to be that person. And so wherever you wherever you sit in this country in this world in life in your spirituality and your faith and your belief that is something that you can speak to now it may not always coincide with what others think but that's what we need to do more listening less talking less yelling more listening and that's where i stand i think that is incredibly well said um there are Two aspects of this um, with regard to sort of the way it was handled. I think you just sort of cleaned up one of them very, very nicely. The other one, though, is simply about platform use and, and what does it mean? I always, whenever this comes up, I think back to that famous old commercial that Charles Barkley did. I think it was for a deodorant or something like that, right, where he was like on a horse and he's like, I am not a role model. Yes. And I always thought to myself, huh. You don't get to choose, actually. You don't get to tell other people who looks up to you. You simply get to choose who you look up to, which I think you did a very good job of just explaining in your own life. But Charles Barkley can say, I'm not a role model. That's not going to stop kids from having his poster on their wall. Or his shoes. So same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So same thing when Kyrie says, well, I just put it on a platform. I didn't, you know, I put a lot of stuff on a platform and then take it to his teammate, Kevin Durant. And I feel bad for KD in a way because we know KD. Boy, he in the crosshairs every single time, uh, huh? Every time. Plus, he really just wants to ball. That's all he wants to do. That's the way KD is built. He doesn't want to get into anybody's anything. He just wants wants to play hoop. He doesn't want to do anything else in his life. He doesn't want video games. He doesn't want side businesses. He wants the ball to go in the basket. That's it. And then he ends up with this and he and, and, and a quote which doesn't really sound great and then he had to sort of come back around and explain it. Here's the original quote. I ain't here to judge nobody, talk down to nobody for how they feel or view or anything. I just didn't like anything that went on. I feel like it was all unnecessary. I felt like we could have just kept playing basketball and kept quiet as an organization. I just don't like none of it. Well, no, actually, no, KD. You can't just bury your head in the sand, especially as a Brooklyn Nets organization that's been doing that, by the way, for two years. You can't just bury your head in the sand and go, well, let's just, let's just hide. And if nobody notices that Kyrie Irving is promoting anti-Semitic uh, pr- uh, products, 
let's just go away for a couple weeks and then we'll come back and play basketball and it'll be fine. You don't get to do that. And so I'm glad the, the, the Nets organization finally showed a spine, but I feel bad also for NBA players who are having to speak to this, even though it's not, not their jam. But, but I thought that showed. The bottom line is, similar to what you and I are doing, right? If you have any sort of a platform, and even if you don't, what you put on there is your responsibility And if you're coming out of college in the next few years and you end up in a job interview and they know what's on your social media, don't be surprised. Here's the fact, Jack. You're responsible for what you put on your dang platforms. You're you're absolutely right. And look, I I will say this. I want all of that, especially with Kanye and all of that, the thing with – the whole Kanye situation and when he came out and went crazy. But he's been he's been, you know, derogatory towards towards his own people for a long time. Yep. You know, some of the things he says I need the same energy from companies and all of that when he's speaking about black people the way he uh was speaking about, you know, Jewish people or white people or anybody else. All right. Let's not let it get to Oh, now he's talking about us. Now we got to take everything away. You see what I'm saying? There, there, yes. There's a double standard that's happening right now. And so if no we're, we're going to keep that energy and hold people accountable for what they say, then let's hold them accountable for what they say. You feel me? I feel you. That's as real as I can get. Let's hold them accountable for what they say. Accountability is uh, maybe the number one word <laughs> in our world right now, uh, period. Uh, football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM on Sunday morning. That's three hours before kickoff on Sunday mornings. Tune in Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. All right, we keep on rolling. It's Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard. And coming up next, one NFL team that outed itself over the last eight days with the head-scratching move of the year. That's coming up on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go again, Ephraim. Here we go again. Here comes uh, Patrick Mahomes completing three-quarters of his passes, 15 to 21, buck 61, and a touchdown, no picks. Yet the Titans have a 14 to 9 lead and they've completed three passes. Hey man. Hey. Three passes. When you got a guy like Derrick Henry. My God. You lean into it. And and look, a lot of people I picked Tennessee. I mean I had to with the points. I mean, what is it's like, oh. Twelve and a half. That's Come big. That's huge. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points in the NFL. But but the thing that Malik Willis gives you that a, 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 a Tannehill doesn't is that threat of the read option. And when you have a linebacker, I mean, excuse me, exactly, a linebacker, a running back like a Derrick Henry and a mobile quarterback and a Malik Willis. <laughs> he is a linebacker. Right? You have 11 rushes for 15, uh, 115 yards between two of them. And that's just a different look. Kansas City is not prepared for that look. And that's when you can sneak up on the team. Now, will this continue? Will they make adjustments at halftime? I don't know. But right now, they can't stop the run. They haven't been able to stop the run all year. 
So uh, this is a team that is run heavy. They won last last week running the ball. Feel like uh, Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans every year. You're just watching the AFC come together, and you're like, yeah, you know, this is the Chiefs, the Bills. Somebody's coming out of the North, right? You're like the Ravens are solid. The Steelers used to be the Bengals now. Okay, I get the AFC. And you get to the end of the year, and it's Christmas, and you're like, how the hell did the Titans end up 11-5? and five? What the hell's going here. on? Yeah, like I, I have not even thought of them all year. Why are the Titans hosting playoff games? Kill, it happens every year. Kill the whole league. No one knew. No one knew. No one knew. Nobody even talks about the Titans. They're just like, it's cool, man. Remember Derrick Henry missed four weeks last week, last year. Right, right. They're five and two. They're five and two. They've got a, uh, let's see, quick math, quick math. Two and a half game lead in their division. And they're ahead of the Chiefs right now. It might be a three game lead in the division in a couple hours. And no one has even thought of them. Not even one time. They could be six and two. And, and part of the reason you can go ahead and, uh, I don't know, maybe you can use ink already and say that the Titans will be hosting at least one playoff game come January. Ah, we got a long way to go. We got a long well, way to go. I don't like thing. to I don't, like, don't want to jump the gun. Well, here's the thing, though. Part of the reason you could do that, if you want to use pencil, fine. Maybe use <laughs> one of those eraser mates, okay? Do, do, they, do they even still make those? I don't even know. Those things did not work, man. I'm like, yeah. Half of our still... listeners are like, what? Right. <laughs> Exactly. Don't worry. I, I, I date myself worse than that all the time. I made a Ginger or Marianne reference on the radio oh, this like, week. What is that? Exactly. So anyway, um, the Indianapolis Colts are in second place. And I can't tell if they're and they, tanking. And they are terrible. Good <laughs> Lord. Because they are 3-5-1. and one. Two weeks ago, they were 3-3-1. Three, three and one. They benched Matt Ryan. Part of it was that he was hurt. But they were like, yeah, he's hurt, but he's, he's also, also not coming terrible, back. He's, right? He's, right. he's, he's hurt, but he's and, not good. He's right. He'll be healthy in eight days, and you're never going to see him again, even though <laughs> we mortgaged the next three years for him. We're going to go with Sam Ellinger. And and I don't know about you, Ephraim, but my first thought was, oh, they well, they must see something in practice because they also got Nick Foles on that team. So there is a veteran option if you – are thinking, hey, we're, we're three, three, in, and man. one, and we could, you know what I mean? Like, we could make the playoffs in this division because it's kind of a weak division. The Jags and Texans are in it. So we could do – and they were like, no, 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 Sam Ellinger. And I went, ooh, Sam must be doing some things in practice that yeah, are pretty special. Right. right? And then he came out and played two weeks of football. And now it's like, and Nick went, Foles, you're up. What the hell are they doing? What are they doing? I've never seen a team tank from the 500 record before, <laughs> but it feels like that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, it just it, it doesn't feel like um, they have an answer, right? It, it, it's watching the Colts play. Um, it, it just makes you mad, right? No, Jonathan Taylor. It, it, it's it, it's not good. It's not fun to do. No. It, it really isn't, and and New England is not like they're not they're five and two they're not world beaters but once again they're just with no offensive coordinator they're just plugging along they bebop along yep exactly the problem is they're in a division where it just it might not be enough right it just might not be enough I mean because. 
Buffalo and the Jets, Miami. And and the I mean, they're, they're they're all they're all good. they're all good, man. They really are. It's like the NFC the, the NFC beasts, right? They're all good. They're coming to play. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Sorry, I'm counting up AFC teams for the winning record. Uh, they've got nine. The NFC is taking job applications for playoff spots right now, and the AFC's got nine teams with a winning record, including one division that is entirely on that <laughs> side of the fence. The whole division. You got teams, you got the NFC South, the Buccaneers are in first place at four and five. Ugh. So you got a division in the NFC where everybody's got a losing record and a division in the AFC where everybody's got a winning record. I mean, those AFC playoffs are going to be a problem from the second they start. Like, there's not going to be an easy game for anybody. Look, man, this, I, this, is, a, this is a good year. Right? we got a lot of parity. Teams that we thought would be better are not. Teams that we thought were pushovers are not. All of, this all makes for a terrific route to the to the second half of the season. I, I'm excited about it. Yep. Right. Will, will these teams like the Rams and the Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers? Will they be able to stop from stumbling? Or is it the, the you know, is it time for the, the new, the Philadelphia's and the Giants and the Jets? Right. Is, is it time for the, to usher in teams that don't have elite quarterbacks and dynamic signal callers? It's, I mean, I'm telling you, yeah, it is. It's like Mahomes and Allen and then a bunch of people that are sort of doing it a different way. Uh, because Stafford and Rodgers and Brady and, uh, I mean, I could, uh, you know, Russell Wilson. Just, these guys are all cruising around with bad records. Oh, just, and, just, and, and teams and, that, don't, that, that do not look scary at all. And not even just bad records. They're just playing awful football. It's hard to watch. Awful football. Right. You ever tried now, to watch one of Russell these teams, Wilson? Good Lord, man. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, no, we were begging. It's like Jeez. he was on national TV the first four weeks in a row, and people were writing petitions. Like, put, that uh, yeah. put that on the radio. No. <laughs> put that on the radio. So, Listen to that. one of the AFC teams that does have a winning record, and supposedly the next big thing at the, at the quarterback position, just got established as almost a touchdown underdog next week. So are they real or are they fake? We'll get into that team coming up next. But it's time for Steve DeSager to get in here with what is trending in the middle of Sunday Night Football and more. Hello, Steve. Hello. And hey, what Steve. in the wide world of sports is going on in this Sunday night game? Titans lead late first half. Guys, I cannot overemphasize how dominant the Chiefs were in this game, the first quarter plus. But they were only up 9 nothing at the time. Tennessee has come back with back-to-back touchdown drives, back-to-back touchdown runs by Derrick Henry. He has nine carries, 92 yards, and the two scores. About three minutes left in the second quarter. Titans 14-9. Now, when Tennessee was down 9-0, the Titans' offense had one first down at the time. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill is out again with the bad ankle. Malik Willis with 82 yards passing in the first half. Again, Derrick Henry with 92 yards on the ground. Patrick Mahomes, 161 yards passing in the first half and a score, but... 
to open the game. The Chiefs did have a 15-play drive and settled for a short field goal. And then when Mahomes did throw his touchdown pass to start the second quarter, the extra point kick was missed. So Titans lead 14-9 and have the ball under three minutes to go in the first half. Tampa Bay stole one from the Rams, 16-13 on a late touchdown pass. Tom Brady, by the way, at one point in this game, here at age 45, he became the first in NFL history to throw for 100,000 yards, regular season and postseason combined. That's all. Seattle won it at Arizona 31-21. Kenneth Walker, the rookie running back from Michigan State, 109 yards rushing and two scores. Minnesota won on a late field goal 20-17 at Washington. Chargers won 20-17 at Atlanta on a field goal final play. And the Jets beat Buffalo 20-17. I hear a fantasy manager in the background after that incomplete. Mm. <laughs> New England and Cincinnati. Was that loud? I, I thought I had it. <laughs> I didn't know. No. I thought my mic was off. Come on. I used to sit next to a guy in the press box where he would do, because you can't cheer in the press box. He would always have a thing he called the fantasy clap, where instead of clapping his hands together, literally just both index fingers together clapping. It made no sound oh, whatever, man. but at least it got it out of his system. Uh, on a bye this week, by the way. Plenty of teams, including San Francisco. And next Sunday night, the 49ers will be hosting the Chargers. Uh, Baltimore tight end Mark Andrews had been listed as doubtful for the Monday night game at New Orleans. Shoulder injury. He is now officially out and not traveling to that game. And for New Orleans, defensive back Marshawn Lattimore out with an abdominal injury. Georgia, a year near unanimous, uh, number one in the college football polls. New playoff committee rankings come out Tuesday. Ohio State and Michigan are numbers two and three in the polls with TCU up to number four Tennessee fell to number five and from the Pac-12 conference Oregon is number six USC number eight UCLA number nine Utah is number 13 and Washington is back in at number 24 Joey Logano won the NASCAR season championship today taking the finale at Phoenix updating a fourth down coming up for the Titans and they lead at Kansas City with just over two minutes left first half 14-9 back to you uh, great stuff, Steve. And uh, may, I, uh, may I adjust slightly your statement that you're not allowed to cheer in the press box. <laughs> you're not supposed to cheer that is correct. In, the, uh, in the press yeah. box. <laughs> uh, you and I have but... covered college football plenty, and you know oh, that God. people in college football are just, well. It, it, it's bananas, yes. yes. If you've ever uh, covered a road game, for instance, at Notre Dame, oh, oh, oh yes, there is cheering in the press box. Uh, <laughs> just go to South Bend, and uh, there's plenty of it. However, I don't want to be a hypocrite like I'm now at a point in my career where I can go ahead and admit this, Steve. And I've mm-hmm. known you this long, for instance, where when I worked in L.A., I, I didn't hide it. But let's just say I didn't broadcast where I was from originally and where my allegiances were with regard to my favorite sports teams. Right. And uh, there were there were a few games, a few years, in fact, where the Giants and Dodgers were very, very close in the standings late in the season. The Barry Bonds Giants, yeah. Barry Bonds Giants, yes, very close late in the season, and I would be there in Dodger Stadium in the press box every night, and I just learned... I learned sometimes how to lift the top of my shirt over my mouth (laughs) at the right time and make it look like maybe I was just kind of clearing my throat or whatever. And it was my way of just being like, like if I had to let out a little something going on uh, because it couldn't do that in the press conference, press box. Uh, my, my favorite moment that came out of this, after a particularly close and stressful Giants Dodgers game, I happened to be the first reporter into former 
Dodger manager's Jim Tracy's office. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers had won a close game, and I was worn the heck out because of it. And the door opens, and he catches my eye first, and he gives me one of those, like, wry grin head shakes, like, phew, we got away with one, didn't we, there? We. And I couldn't (laughs) describe the feeling that went through my body of, like, Jim, you're the nicest man alive. You have no idea with every fiber of my being I was rooting against you out there. Yeah. I'm here to <laughs> but, work. I'm not here to root for you. But 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 yes, can I get a comment on the on the game tonight, uh, Skip? <laughs> and then of course, as Jim Tracy was wont to do, he will repeat your name while answering the question and therefore ruin the quote for you. You'd have totally. to be in editing all night. I was at an Angels press box once where two guys from the local Spanish language station got uh, just daytime uh, day credentials, not season, just for that day because Juan Gonzalez was going to win the home run title. And when he hit it out, they cheered in the press box. And immediately, <laughs> a guy from Angels PR pointed at the two of them individually and without saying a thing, gave them the thumb. And they were Ooh, out of the press box immediately. Bye-bye. That, by, by, that person with Angels PR is not in jail now, is he? No, just no, checking. no. It was before just checking. Eric, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There was one USC football <laughs> game I covered where the two people they sat next to me were Nebraska boosters visiting oh, wow. for the game at, in the press box. So I, what are we doing oh, here? Man. No joke. Ephraim, when you're down on that field, man, I, it's funny. Sometimes you got no idea what's going on I in the world really around do. you, right? You don't. You don't. Uh, like, it's so funny there was a former sc lineman he graduated and then he wanted to kind of get into broadcasting and the first time the very next year he comes out uh, outside the stadium at usc and there's a thousand tailgates and there's food and music and people are just going (laughs) nuts seven hours before the game he goes I had no idea any of this ever happened. Like, he's like, I had no clue what the hell you all were doing while we were in there banging our heads against each other. Before the whole Trojan walk that they do now (laughs) between the tailgaters to get into the stadium. But yesterday, and I'm glad you brought that up, this is why yesterday they had the afternoon MLS championship game next door at the LAFC soccer stadium next to the Coliseum. USC at homecoming last night. All of the parking was taken for USC because they didn't know the soccer game was going to happen until they won the semifinal the previous weekend. So literally nobody in a sold-out event that Fox carried could park down there. So what they did was you could park at Dodger Stadium five, six miles away and shuttle to the soccer game yesterday. that sounds terrible. And then it went overtime and penalty kicks and everybody was tailgating at USC when 25,000 people were coming out of the soccer stadium after. Is anybody home yet? Have you talked to any of these people? Did they (laughs) make it? I'm guessing just about now as we near 7 o'clock. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, Ephraim, did you you have like like a realization moment where you're like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I was playing. I didn't know what yeah, you were like, doing I, out here, I, carrying the, on like fools. The whole like tailgating <laughs> thing w- was, I, I mean, when people get to the stadium, I, I like to get there around three and a half, almost four hours before the game. People got to the stadium like four hours before that. And I'm like. The, the day before. I'm like, what is happening here? Right. Why? 
But people make it. A, it's an event. I mean, it's so expensive to get in these games. You might as well get it all in. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if you're par- yeah. parking and getting into a game. Yeah. That, this is what used to be the problem for the Chargers in San Diego. People Good would pay Lord. for one parking space and take up two or three because they'd be there all day. I mean, set up a yep. grill and the whole thing. They got TVs yeah. out there. Yeah. They got all kinds yeah. of these jumpy houses, this <laughs> inflatable pools. I'm like, what is? what are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, jumpy houses. That's funny. And it's true though. Yeah, it's I am just not lying. Bigger, bigger. And I'm t- and this is coming from someone who and this is life goal here. I still have never been to an SEC football game. So I'm sitting here talking about this and I there's another level that I don't even know about. Right, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, crazy. All right, it's live from the tyrock.com studios. Uh yeah, they've got a winning record and supposedly one of the quarterbacking greats. Yet they're a touchdown underdog coming up already next weekend. We'll tell you who we're talking about. Get into it coming up next with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. That's Ephraim Salam. I'm Mark Willard. It's Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Sunday on a big Sunday night, bringing Week Nine in the NFL to a close. And a reminder 
of the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It is the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Hey, how would you answer this question? Have we made too big of a deal about Justin Herbert? Um, in, 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 in terms of what? Like, have we, uh, have we crowned him too early? Have we, have we put him on a list where he doesn't belong as of yet? I, I, I know, you know, not only coming into this year, did I hear his name alongside Mahomes and, and Allen a lot. And I know, look, Allen has never won a Super Bowl either. But I, I think we put him on that list more in terms of raw talent than in terms of accomplishment. But I, I, I wonder, and even in that AFC West, you and I talked about this, right? Like the AFC West, oh my gosh, here we go. You know, it's going to be Wilson and Herbert and Mahomes and even Derek Carr now with Devontae Adams. Did we get that conversation with Herbert going too early, in your opinion? Well, I, I don't think so. I mean, you you look at his numbers from – uh, last season, he, he threw for 5,000 yards, um, 38 touchdowns, and interceptions are a little bit high for, for, for me. Uh, his rookie year, he threw for 4,300 yards and 31 touchdowns. So he, he, I think he has the most 300-plus yard games in the first three years of his career than any other quarterback in NFL history. So when you start talking about do we give him something that he doesn't deserve yet – we're talking purely purely on his abilities, then absolutely not. Now, in terms of the wins and the playoff appearances, they haven't happened yet. I mean, frankly, he every year he has less and less receivers to throw the ball to. I mean, how often has he had Mike Williams and Keenan Allen for multiple games to throw the ball to. Seemingly never, and, and today had neither in right? a so, road game. So now you, you, you're you putting this young man with supreme talent. I tell you what, if you put him on Miami. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. If, if, you, put, if you put him in Minnesota. <laughs> Listen, you feel you me? You, you feel me? I, I, I feel you. Okay. Look, you I, I will, right. I'll say this. I asked the question because I genuinely wanted to know where you're at, and I'm genuinely – Mm, a little confused by that team. I'm, I, I, I know what I think they should be. I know what I think they can be. It doesn't feel like they are yet, but they're also not bad. Obviously, they're not bad. It's a five and three football team. I don't know if he's also like there's something the dynamic nature of Justin Herbert has sort of seemingly disappeared uh, since that Kansas City rib injury game in week two. Um, he's only had one 300-yard passing game, and that was at Houston back at the beginning of October. Outside of that, it's just been um, a little bit less dynamic. Not bad, uh, but just le- less dynamic. And so I scratch my head sometimes when I, I, I look at that football team because here they are, they're 5-3. and three. It does feel like sometimes they, they lose games and in ways that they shouldn't. You know, this is a team that lost a football game to the Jags by 28 points 
earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, this is right. This is a team that got blown off the field against uh, Seattle in their home building. I know they don't really have a home building, but right they, in their home building just a couple of weeks ago. It's a team that has a negative point differential. <laughs> Which is weird uh, when you when you have a, a winning record. It's a team that has been established as a six and a half point underdog at San Francisco for Sunday Night Football next week, uh, which we'll get to kind of hang out and talk about while we're watching it next week at this time. So I don't know. Like it, they're good. They're just uh, like I'm trying to figure out why the ball doesn't drop into the cup. It keeps just kind of stopping right before. You well, know look I mean? at the cup it has to fit into. Joshua Palmer? Who is that? Right. Who is Joshua Palmer? No disrespect to him or his family. But you get what I'm saying? Like, what cup are we, are we, are we trying to pour into? So... <laughs> Him being able to get this team to five and three, just with the the rash of injuries that they've had, is you you like oh man this is this is crazy, uh, 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 as well as his own injury. I've had what he had. It is not pleasant, brother. It, it is, looked painful. It is not, it is not pleasant. It, 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 it looked very painful. It did not it did not seem like breathing was was going to be an easy thing. But he'll still stand in there, and he'll still sling it with the best of them. Um, and when they do get healthy, and if they do get th- these weapons back, then it, it, he'll continue to, to, to throw the ball like he has since he's been in the league. Like, that's a You've real had that like, injury? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, you, okay, that you, happened on Thursday, September 15th. Is, is is he over it yet? No, 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 no. Because what happens is you consistently play. He consistently gets hit. You consistently get. Uh, it it doesn't it doesn't fully heal. It's better. It's less painful. But you'll do something, or you'll get hit, or you'll fall, or you'll tweak or turn, and it'll you know exacerbate it a little bit. It, it's just it's it's part of it. You know what I mean? So uh, he's a warrior. We know he's a warrior. We know sure. he'll he'll line up there and he'll he'll. He'll play through anything, and I respect that as, as as a quarterback from a quarterback. I really respect that because those guys in the huddle, they can look in his eyes and they can see that he's willing to to step up and, and do whatever it takes. Uh, well, that'll be fun next Sunday night to uh, to check out Christian McCaffrey's new uh, new team and uh, and this team we're talking about in the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Um, coming up next, did we hold on to our hatred a little bit too long? That's coming up. Yeah, that's right. We're keeping it moving here on week nine of the National Football League. Working through everything that's been taking place in the NBA as well as we broadcast live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Ephraim, look, it's fandom. The cool thing about fandom in sports, you get to do whatever the hell you want, okay? There are rules, but you don't have to follow them. For instance, I don't like it when someone tries to be Tommy Two Team. Don't tell me that's your one team, and then when they lose, oh, yeah, 
That's my other team. And then you got all their gear, and you're going to their games. You get one team. I also would challenge parents who raise children to, to it's like, well, yeah, you're a Steelers fan in the NFL. You're going to be a Bulls fan in the NBA, that kind of stuff. But if you want to do it, you get to do it. So if you want to still hate the Astros, you can. You're mainly mad at a logo or a jersey or maybe Altuve. Outside of that, you're mainly talking about a new group of players, a completely new regime, a totally different manager. And by the way, if you want to have the conversation about how they weren't the only ones who were cheating, we certainly can. I still hear most people as the Astros become World Series champions yesterday talk, oh, I hate the Astros. Can't root for the Astros. I don't know. Can you root for the White Sox? Are we still upset about the Black Sox scandal from 120 years ago? Like, how long? What's the statute of limitations (laughs) on this, Ephraim? Um, How long is this going to go? I mean, people still hate New England for Spygate. Yep. Think about that's it. That's true. So that's what fandom is. You hold on to Same things. coach, though. Same coach. Same, same coach same, still in power. Same coach. But, you know, once you get labeled as a cheater, then it's hard to shake that off. Ask the guys who, you know, w- were suspended for performance-enhancing drugs in baseball, and now it just follows them. Right? No matter what they've done or, you know, done in the past, before or after, it just – got guys in the Hall of Fame who've had Hall of Fame careers who people won't let it go. Well, that's because they're baseball players. It's very unfortunate that they weren't football players. I didn't hear anyone at the bar that I was at when DeAndre Hopkins rolled into the no end one zone cares. today. No nobody one cares. yelled, cheater! No one cares. <laughs> nobody, nobody did it. <laughs> yeah, so nobody nope, cares. Nobody you know? did it. Yeah, nobody cares. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's been such a big stigma in baseball that, you know, people – feel a certain type of way. They can't let things go. And that goes into the cheating and the, you know, Dodger fans will never let it go ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the Astros are like, whatever, we're just going to move on. You know, shout out to Dusty Baker, man. My guy uh, got a chance to, to meet him working over at Fox Sports one. And, um, you know, it's just a great dude, Northern California, you know, that's how we do it up there. That's just, that, is, that is a dude. beloved man. Yes, oh, yeah. that is, he is a so tremendous man. And by, and by the way, I do wonder uh, uh, some of that from, from even Dodger fans. I mean, I, I get it. Dusty Baker was a Northern Californian and, and, and as a manager, synonymous with, uh, with the Giants and the, and the Bonds years and all that. But Dusty Baker was a Dodger. Yeah. Like, yep. No Dodger fan have any love for the fact that Dusty Baker – Won the World Series last night. Stoke, man. Yeah, right. It's good. Yeah, it's good. really, really good. See, and I find, I find that group. Now, if you want to still hold over, what Bregman, Altuve, I'm sure there's a couple others, but outside of that, it's interesting because I find this Astros group mainly because of Dusty Baker. But my God, could Alvarez be more fun to watch? I mean, there's, I just, I don't know. I found this to be a group that was like, I have, I have nothing against this group. I find this baseball, this brand of baseball to be very, very easy to root for. I mean, we're sitting here talking about the city of Philadelphia has suddenly become like the national darling. 
that was weird, right? Like Bryce Harper's team now right. is the team. Oh, it's like, oh, with the Bryce Harper. I've always liked him. I mean, really? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing just felt weird to me. It was like I thought I thought I thought we should have moved on by now. Yeah, I, it, 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 it would seem like that would be the logical thing to do. But when have fans been logical? Well. Fans. Yeah, never. Short for right. fanatic. Yep, yep, absolutely. But that said, um, it's, uh, it's a wrap, and I think the, the best team won, yet a pretty entertaining World Series that they were able to put together. Uh, those crowds in Philly – my gosh, good job. I, I, I've been worried about the city of Philadelphia now <laughs> for a couple of weeks because it's a city that's built on depression. It's a, it's a city that's built on fights in the parking lot. It's a city that's built on being angry at your sports team and calling in sports radio stations and telling everybody about all the people who suck and stink and should be fired. And I'm like, they're making a run to the World Series and their football team's 8-0. and oh. I, I, Like, I don't know what these people are going to do. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a situation where, look, the, the Phillies shouldn't even have really been there. But, you know, you, well, I can't take anything away. But yeah. they, they played the games. They, <laughs> yes, they, they played the games. They showed up. They played the games. You, so you, I can't. Now, I can't. I get it. I can't you sit here. Your, your, your Falcons went to the Super Bowl, and a lot of us, well, they shouldn't even be here. No, but we were 14 so, and 2, though. You know I what know I'm saying? You were. We were the, I the, do. the number two seed, and we had a bye. <laughs> All right, in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> it's a different path. I got you. Right? I got you. They were 87 and 75. Uh huh. Right? We had, in fact, I saw I saw a stat the other day that actually caught my attention that I didn't know until we got to the playoffs. Do you know that outside of their games against the Washington Nationals, the Phillies were a 500 team all year long? Wow, that's crazy. How about that? Like yeah. they literally were, they were 12 games over 500 just against the Nationals. And you look at the two teams in the NL East, they both won 101 games. Right. Right? So it's, it's a little different path. Right, they got there, and now it's like the thing I do like about it, though, is it lets you know. Right, remember the the nine and seven Giants? Yes, and they they went up against the sixteen and zero Patriots in the Super Bowl. Remember that. Like, and they won. Yes, right? I like, remember it very well. That, yeah, like that, shout out to the run, right? Like shout out to the run that someone can go. Uh, on. Right, like that. That is the that's that's the key to the second season. It doesn't matter how you get there, just as long as you get there. And so I'm a, I'm a proponent of look. Once the regular season is over, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. Nobody's the favorite. Because everybody has an equal shot, and you never know when it's going to strike. And for the Phillies, it it just was hitting. It was hitting. Well, they came out, and they, they – I mean, the Padres, the Braves, the defending champs, like, hello. You and I talked about it just a couple of weeks ago when the Padres had eliminated the Los Angeles Dodgers from the playoffs. And it felt like and, – and we do this – Whenever there are teams, this isn't just the Dodgers because there were a bunch of them. You mentioned all the 100-win teams that didn't end up getting there this year. Uh, but this was mainly a National League discussion this year. 
Um, and sometimes it is beating the New York Giants, great example, or go back to the beast mode game with Marshawn Lynch when a 7-9 team hosted a playoff game and won it. Whenever this stuff happens, we, we do. We have the conversation of, well, I, I, I think we've structured the playoffs incorrectly. <laughs> and, 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 and because how can you be this good for 162 games and then have to go home after five? And I'm thinking to myself, man, if there's one thing that I really, really, really don't want sports to get rid of, it's the surprise. Like, I I had a visceral reaction to what everyone was saying because literally I was thinking, you feel like what you're doing, it feels like you're trying to take away the surprise. And, and, And I don't want that. I don't want to know what's in my Christmas gift. <laughs> you don't? I was you sure? always, I was hesitant. No, I don't, really. I was always, as a kid, I was hesitant to give my parents a list. Because, by the way, my mom was a great shopper. She was fantastic. She knew me really well. I was like, you got this. And guess Surprise what? Surprise me. And guess what? what? I never had Christmas, so... <laughs> There's I that. know you didn't, but whatever birthday, whatever. I just like that's <laughs> right. The, the the Titans are they still winning? I, I didn't check in yet. Are, are they still winning? Are the, the Titans, Titans winning right now? Yeah, it's just, oh, they're they still, still fourteen they just, picked, they just picked uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes off. Well, they shouldn't do that because Patrick's better, and so the Chiefs should be able to have a first down whenever they want it. I don't want the surprise. We can't. We, we can't have that in sports. That's what, Silly that, Titans. No, what are they man. doing? That's what makes sports sports. That's what makes exactly. it great. As, don't take as, my as, surprise. As Travis Kelsey bowls his helmet off to the sideline. <laughs> exactly. Oh, by the way, speaking of bowling, gosh, what team was it? What team was it? That, I think it was the Vikings. Did the Vikings get an interception today? And you know how yes. the whole defense yes, has to they celebrate did. Yep. together? They did it. That yep. was the best that was defensive celebration I thought they were going to get a penalty. Yet. I was like, that, it looked like more than just 11 <laughs> oh, guys. I was like, is that the whole team? Or <laughs> like the whole sideline was out there being bowling pins. <laughs> If you missed it, the whole team lined up like bowling pins, and then the guy who got the pick rolls the ball at him, and they all go down except for one guy who does that spin around thing like he's the last pick. This was this was the, I, I, this was almost the the, the key and peel really the key and peel too many hip thrusts. Uh, yes. You know, we going. I thought they were going to draw a, a, a penalty on that. Oh gosh, that was really funny though. Um, all right. Great stuff. With you from Salam, it's Mark Willard, and uh, we love that you're here with us for the hang on Fox Sports Radio and reminding you about the tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Okay, still ahead. A couple of teams who we have to play, why aren't they better? There was a quarterback who traditionally loses the type of game that today he won. So we'll prop him up a little bit. And don't worry, Ephraim. I'm, I'm not hiding from the Warriors' problems. I, I, I'd love to hear what you have to say uh, about the Golden State Warriors and what they just called the road trip from hell. They went out there and lost them all. They just went and lost them all. And they played the likes of Charlotte and Detroit. I mean, it was ugly. Orlando lost them all. 
So we'll get into that coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're live in the TireRack.com studios with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, Week 9, National Football League, continuing. Um, but I wasn't going to get through this without letting you get loose a little bit uh, while, uh, while the champs are down, uh, because, because they are. I don't know how long it's going to last, uh, but the Golden State Warriors right now, sitting at 3-7, and seven, just tucked a half game ahead of those plucky Los Angeles Lakers. What in God's green earth is going on here? The Laker thing you and I got into a couple of weeks ago. <sighs> I think that that's pretty right. That's pretty clear. Um, that 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 whole thing has been constructed poorly. But this Warriors thing has caught a lot of people off guard because one, I don't think they understand the subtleties of how this particular roster is different. But also, we're now at a spot when you go zero and five on a road trip with losses at the likes of Charlotte, Detroit, and Orlando. Something going on here. (laughs) This is not nothing. So before I share anything that I might be thinking, what's what's your read? What do you think going on here? Um, Steph looks fine. Well, yeah, I mean, when you you look at, at this team, number one, they're giving up way too many points. And I think what's lost in so if look at their last what one two three four five five losses one twenty one twenty eight one sixteen one thirty one fourteen they gave up one thirty four to the Suns they gave up one twenty eight to the Nuggets I know scoring is up in the league and in 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 all of this but. The thing that the Golden State Warriors did better uh, than any other high-scoring team was they also played defense. Mm-hmm. They had the second-rated uh, uh, defensive team in basketball last year behind the Celtics. Uh, it's no, you know, mystery why those two teams were the ones facing each other in in the finals. But that's been a hallmark of theirs. So much of of their offensive prowess comes to the forefront because that's sexy. Everybody likes the threes and the, you know, the the quick shots, the back doors, the passing. But the Golden State Warriors, they, you know, play superior defense led by Draymond Green. They don't have that now. And so, yeah, you can score, but if you can't stop anybody – you end up being what the Brooklyn Nets were last year. Yeah, you can get for you know guys getting 40, 30, 36. You get, you you're you're allowing the other team to continue to score with you. And that's the problem they're running into. They're not playing any defense whatsoever. Worst opponents point per game of anybody in the entire league. Yeah. 121.4 points per game. That's an average it's it's not rocket science, man. Like seriously, like it's it's literally yeah, but like. How they, but but how they get there? How they become this? First of all, I I think number one, um, you know, Draymond's a little older. Uh, you have Poole. You have the young guys. They're so focused on offensive output. So offensive output is is the thing. Like we're gonna come in, we're gonna score a bunch of points when we come off the bench. You get all of these. You got you got young guys. These kids, 19, 20, 22 years old. 
They don't know what it is. And they're all offensively gifted. They don't know what it is to really sink your teeth in uh, defensively yet. They're not there yet. They haven't made that transition. Because you got to remember, Draymond, Clay, they, they all had to learn how to do that. That was something that Mark Jackson brought to them. And, and, and it, so it's going to take a little bit of time. And, you know, they're up against it right now. I mean, they're one game yep. better than the Lakers. Hello. Right. Yeah. Think Pretty about insane. that. Yeah. They're one game better than the Lakers. And they got far greater shooters. <laughs> I mean, not even close. Well, I wish I mean, the Lakers had one of those guys. My, my man, they, they, they won a championship four and a half months ago. So, so here they are. Let me give you multiple choice. Uh, because the, the the station for which I work, flagship station, Golden State Warriors, we hack this stuff out on the daily. So let me give you multiple choice based on what we hear the most uh, from listeners, from the other hosts on my station, just from people looking at this team. Here are the top things that, that you'll hear. Number one, and I think this is along the lines of one thing you were just saying, the bench is filled with young guys who don't know what they're doing yet. Okay, that's sentence number one. Is it B, it's early, they're disinterested, and they don't really care yet? Is it C, a combo of those first two, and Steve Kerr is just tinkering and figuring out what works and what doesn't, and they've got time to rally back from whatever hole they set? Or is it D, and I was building toward this, has this team been horribly negatively affected by what happened in training camp? Uh, I think there's a little fracture there in the, in the team. I think there's a lot of distrust there. Um, but the reality of the matter is there is a hangover from winning the championship. Those young guys who are on that team, the Moody's, the uh, Kamingas, the the pool, they won a championship. They got giant championship rings. <laughs> if you ask, yes, if you ask any championship team, especially in the NBA, what's the toughest part about the next season? It's going through the grind again from the beginning. It's the grind of an eighty-two game season. All you want to do is just get back into the playoffs. And just do what you just finished doing a few months ago. But there's a grind to it. These young guys don't know what that grind is yet. And I think it's a combination of, you know, them trying to rest Clay and rest uh, Steph and and Draymond because they have to. They're not going to be able to play all out all 82 games and then give you what you need in the playoffs. So it's a combination of trying to bring the younger guys uh you know, bring them along uh, faster, and 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 with defense and 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 you know more minutes, and resting the older guys, and then you find yourself on a you know a, a five game skid. Uh, I also do think it's an organization, and not to say that they've sold everybody a bill of goods. I think they're trying to do this, but uh, when you're in the midst of it, it sounds a lot easier than it is. They're trying to do something that has essentially only sort of happened once. In, in the history of the NBA. You'll hear teams do this when you're on a sustained run of success like the Warriors are. Well, what they'll say is, we're going to keep winning now and start transitioning for our next 
very successful franchise. So we're going to sign new contracts for Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. We've still got Steph, Clay, and Dre, and we're going to keep winning right now just like you did last June. But we're also going to start heightening the roles for for James Wiseman and Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody and even Jordan Poole, and we're going to get ready for what we hope is the next dynasty. It's kind of ridiculous, actually, if you think about it. It's hard to do. Um, it It doesn't work that way. The Spurs sort of, kind of, maybe did something like that, but the idea of... Those three guys moving on and, and Clay and or Draymond could be gone as soon as next year. Um, the idea of hanging on to that and, and, and squeezing that orange for all of its juice and then poof on the other side of it, you're still going to be a team that competes till the end of the playoffs. Man, you said it's hard to do. That might be the understatement of the night. Like mm. it is almost impossible to build a culture like that and have an understanding and players that are at that level to where uh, you can hand that baton off and, and keep doing it. So it, it sort of leads them to a point where if, if you believe in analytics, the analytics would tell you, you probably should trade some of those younger pieces right now to, to, to get some more pieces that could squeeze that Steph orange just a little bit longer. Yeah. I, I they're they're in a situation where they're gonna have to come. They're gonna make some tough decisions. I mean, they have five hundred million dollars in a luxury tax um, that they're consistently paying. They're not gonna be able to keep Draymond. We know that they're not gonna be able to keep Clay. So, what do you do? Trade deadline's coming up. I know they probably want to keep Clay for the rest of the year before they make a decision on that contract. But, you know, this Draymond Green piece, if there is friction or mistrust in the, in the locker room, then that's something you should you should really look at. Because it's With not Ibram working Salam, right now. Yeah, no doubt. With Ibram Salam, it's Mark Willard. We will continue. Plus, um, it was uh, maybe one of the more under-discussed moves, mysterious moves of the NFL trade deadline could end up being the most interesting one in the end. We'll get to that in a second, but it's more Steve DeSager time with what is trending on a Sunday night, week nine. Steve, take it away. Still waiting for the Kansas City Chiefs to wake up in their home game. They were up 9 nothing early second quarter and could have been more. They haven't scored since, and the Titans lead at KC 17-9 late in the third quarter. If Kansas City drops this one, they'll be tied with the Chargers for first place in the AFC West at 5-3. and three. Kansas City kicker Harrison Butker not only missed an extra point earlier, he has missed a 47-yard field goal attempt. There was a Patrick Mahomes interception that was dropped by Travis Kelsey and went to the other side. Meanwhile, the two running backs for KC, eight carries, eight yards tonight. 17-9, Titans in the lead, and they're playing with a rookie at quarterback because Ryan Tannehill's out again with the ankle injury. Titans do still have Derrick Henry, 11 carries, 98 yards, and two touchdowns. Earlier, Tampa Bay beat the Rams 16-13. Boy, the Rams' offense is just the exact opposite of what it was last year. The Rams are 3-5 and five. today against, I think we would all agree, not a great Tampa Bay team this year. The Rams punted nine times and had only nine first downs in 14 drives. Matthew Stafford was sacked four times. 
Tampa Bay steals it on a late one-yard touchdown pass, 16-13. Seattle has won four in a row. Got a win at Arizona, 31-21. Seahawks had trailed late third quarter. Jets win 20-17 over Buffalo on a field goal with under two minutes left. Minnesota wins 20-17 at Washington on a short field goal in the final seconds. Chargers win 20-17 at Atlanta on a field goal on the final play. Detroit over Green Bay 15-9. The Packers have lost five in a row. The big Fox game next Sunday, Dallas at Green Bay. Dallas, one of the many teams on a bye this weekend. San Francisco's on a bye as well next Sunday night. The 49ers host the Chargers. Wins for Miami and Cincinnati for Jacksonville and New England. The Patriots beat up the Colts 26 to three the Colts on third down conversions were 0 for 14 in this game and quarterback Sam Ellinger was sacked nine times at New England in this game Joey Logano won NASCAR season championship taking today's finale at Phoenix Logano pretty much dominated this race Ross Chastain finished third Eight straight wins for the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is one of the four NBA games on the Sunday schedule. Cavs beat the Lakers in L.A. this afternoon, 114-100. to Lakers 2-7. and In that same building, the late games through one quarter. Clippers tied 29-all against the Utah Jazz. Clips will be hosting Cleveland tomorrow. By the way, the NBA will not be playing any games on Election Day, Tuesday. The league encourages everyone to vote. 15 NBA games tomorrow night included tomorrow, 3-7 and Golden State hosting Sacramento, which is 3 and five and a reminder u.s women's soccer still ranked number one will host number three germany twice this month including this thursday nights on fs1 from fort lauderdale florida back to you uh steve thank you very much and uh, i love the way uh steve kind of laid out what's going on in this titans chiefs game uh from remember like an hour and 20 minutes ago when i said the titans have only completed three passes yes uh they're up by eight they've now completed <clears throat> four passes <laughs> Hey, man, it's a whole <laughs> new world going on, oh man. Oh, my gosh. This is, this is... It's unbelievable. But, it, I but tell I'm going to take they're, it they're back. Playing, they're playing yeah. defense, another sack. They're playing D. They got they're another sack. D. I yep. believe that's yep. their fourth sack of, of, of the game. They are applying serious pressure to Patrick Mahomes. He is not allowed to do some of the things that uh, he's been accustomed of doing and sitting back there in the pocket. They are getting after him. He's been sacked three times. He's been pressured many more. But to a point you were making earlier, I mean, the Chiefs can't open things up for Patrick right now because they can't run the ball. He, he is their leading rusher at, uh, at 28 yards on three carries. Uh, the other two guys, Edwards, Alaire, and Pacheco, have combined eight for yards. eight yards on eight, eight carries. That's ridiculous. So, huh? I, they can't, right? Like you can't. You, you can't move the ball that way. I mean, it, it, it's interesting. You know, you guys were just, Steve was just talking about the Rams. Um, the Rams can't run the ball and the Rams aren't going to start winning any games un- until they run the ball. Now you can dive into the Bucks Rams box score and you'll see that the Bucks actually did a lot of these things even worse than the Rams did. Uh, the only difference was there was a Brady flash, like all of a sudden with 50 seconds to go there, the, the drive that was supposed to win the game, they had four shots from the six yard line. They missed them all. The Rams took over, but then the Bucks got the ball back with no timeouts. And Brady, for the first time in a month and a half, looked like Brady. And they went right down the field without any timeouts and scored the game-winning touchdown. But both of those teams look like they just are playing in honey. Like they're just totally <laughs> stuck in mud. That's a good way and to they, put they, it. They, right? They can't. They, I watched a lot of that game. It looks like it's in slow motion, the whole thing. 
Yeah, it, it, it's crazy, man, because we expect more, right? Yes. As, as fans, as 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 prognosticators at some point, as we expect more. We, we've become accustomed to a certain level. And then when you don't get it, it's just like, wow, what is happening right now? Right? Like you said, we're watching Malik Willis from Liberty complete. He's four of eight with 84 yards. <laughs> and they're winning this game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, because they have 153 yards rushing. Yep. To Kansas yep. City's 36. And, and Derrick Henry just hit the century mark on 12 carries. Come on. 12 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. And so, you know, the thing that they have working in their favor is they almost, I mean, they're winning the time of possession by almost 10 minutes. That's a long time. And so, yeah, you don't get a lot of shots, Patrick Mahomes, even though he's thrown the ball 40 times. They have nine points. He's thrown the ball 40 times. Goodness gracious. Yeah, and boy, does it tighten up too. I mean, Steve was talking about if the Chiefs lose, they're tied with the Chargers. And oh, by the way, if the Chiefs do lose, the Titans are tied with the Bills for the best record in the entire conference. The Titans, who we haven't, like we said earlier, we haven't even been thinking about them, have not even thought about them as, as a team that, you know, sort of, Builds the landscape of the AFC. We've seen it them starts do it with the before. Bills and Chiefs, goes from there, the Dolphins, the Ravens, and whatnot. Titans are one quarter away from being tied for the best record in the entire conference. Nuts, man. So wild. Oof. It's so wild. So once again, though, do not take away my surprises. <laughs> do not take away my surprises, or else what are we doing here? What are we doing here? So I, I, I get it. The Phillies only had 85 wins or 87 wins or whatever it was, and the Jets and Giants don't put up a lot of passing yards and all that stuff. But, yeah, man, don't take away my surprises. Um, you can take away the Seahawks. That surprise I'm not real in on. But, uh, but outside of that, don't take away my surprises, man. That, that, that's what this whole thing is. Uh, speaking of those Seahawks, would love to get a thought or two from you on them and also what stands to be the most interesting trade at the NFL deadline, yet we haven't seen anything uh, really sort of bear out from it yet. All of that is coming up next with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. My man Ephraim, always fun. You know, we were talking about it sort of tongue-in-cheek about 45 minutes ago. Baseball players, if, uh, if you're caught cheating, right? If it's the Houston Astros, we're still going to root against you five years later, even though you've got a different regime and mostly different players. And if you, uh, you were caught with performance-enhancing drugs, my gosh, we're going to keep you out of the Hall of Fame. And uh, we're going to hold that around your neck potentially for the rest of your career. Now, uh, if you're DeAndre Hopkins and you can help my fantasy team, like whatever, bro, do you, okay? Uh, we, we get it. So we, we, we just we care in certain spots. <laughs> and then we just totally don't. And it's weird to me. And maybe the weirdest one of them all, which has got no publicity whatsoever because out of sight, out of mind, I get it. But I got to think that I could probably suspend hundreds of players in every league before I would get to actually being morally knocked off course because Calvin Ridley gambled a little bit. And he's just gone. He's completely gone. And then traded. Yet, they still can't even have contact with the team that acquired him because of this unbelievably awful thing that he pulled. Kyrie Irving is over here promoting anti-Semitism in the Nets. are like, my gosh, this is so it's a Nike. Di- it's, it's, it's a different. Do you know what I mean? It's different. Though. I know it's, it's, of course it's different. But my point is, and look, Nike is moving on from Kyrie. There's definitely been punishment. But that's just the most recent thing that pops to mind. 
how do we end up here with Calvin Ridley? Uh, well, I, I'll tell you and, how. Okay, how? The number one thing for the NFL, the number one guideline, the integrity of the game. When you gamble on NFL games as a player, coach, referee, any of that, you're now putting in question that very thing. And what the leagues do not ever want to happen is for the outcomes of the game to be compromised for monetary gains. That is a hard why do you think it's been so long that these leagues have embraced gambling? I mean, people gambling on sports has been billions, billions of dollars for, for forever. Back when they were betting shillings on on you know athletic endeavors in Greece or wherever, people have been betting on sport. The NFL, the NBA, the MLB—they've all embraced sport sports books now. But what they cannot ever do is embrace a player, coach, anyone affiliated with an organization betting on games that they're playing in. That they're—it just—it's a hard no. That's it. That's at the top of the list. It's a hard no. Steroids, ah, okay. Right? Off the field problems, oh, oh, okay. But when you call into question the integrity of the game, they also they always say protect the shield. That's what that that's yeah. the, that's that's what that means. I, the integrity I, I of the it. game. That's why it's not that I, it's not that I don't get it. I do wonder sometimes why we've accepted that. Why we've accepted somebody who bet parlays and bet on his team to win, not saying it's okay, but why have we decided that that should be at the very top of the list? Because? But, because. But, not, but, but we're, not, we're not using the word integrity and having that called into question when there is child abuse or punching pregnant women or... Eight hundred so, masseuses. So they're two different. Right, like, they're two different things, though. I so know what you, they what are. you have to realize is, if you do all of that stuff off the field, and and, and you know, all the, those domestic issues and all those things, you're not affecting the outcome of a game. Now, hmm. Calvin Ridley was doing parlays and for for his team to win. What if it was for his team to lose? Now we have a different we got a different thing. Right. But this and is by but, the way, but this is why the door, I, that's why you can't crack that door. I get it. And I'm not here here's another part of the, part of this. I'm not here to say that this is okay and there should be no punishment. I am here to say the punishment should fit the crime. And I don't think it does. I mean I, I, I get it. We I got, understand right? it. I, I really you know, I really understand it because if he were bet- betting that they lost by if he was point, uh, betting the point spread, right, and he had a wide open touchdown, and he, you, you get what I'm saying? Now you, <laughs> I get it. Now we starting. It's to, not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. But 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 when it wasn't like he was a bench warmer. 
No, not at all. Not at all. Although, I mean, he had stepped away from his team uh, because of mental health issues during that year as well. And, and so you could loop that into the whole conversation. I truly think we probably don't fully know what the hell has been going on with Calvin Ridley for the better part of two years. But at, at the same token, anytime something goes crazy with an NFL player off the field, it feels like the debate's like, well, okay, let's start with four games and let's, then we go from there. Even the Deshaun Watson situation, four games and a five game ends up being 11 games. This dude got a year. Yeah. For $1,500 on parlay. Message received. Yeah. Yeah. I message received. Why do you think people are still using steroids in baseball? <laughs> the message is not steep enough. If you void that contract, you allow a team to get $300 million back? Yeah. Then <laughs> you, you feel me? No, that's that's I feel you because that was the first thought that went through my head when Fernando Tatis got popped. It's like, bro, he, go, he, he about to be hanging on a yacht. He, he's a million. He good. <laughs> yes, exactly. But if it's in that exactly. contract that you void this out and you're not allowed to to get a contract that exceeds this for the next two years, <laughs> we got a different – now you weigh in the option. Maybe I – well, let me see. Let me, is it worth it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Man. Did, did, so Jacksonville the, just get, did, did Jacksonville just get something here, though? This is a talented player. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to put these pieces around Trevor Lawrence, who's shown he can play, he can play quarterback in this league. They're trying. They're figuring really, this really thing out. Player. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, my man. My man. It's a great show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always love it. Okay, 49ers and Chargers play when we talk next. So we're looking forward to that for Ephraim Salam. I'm Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.